My next guest is usually on Monday mornings at 7.40, but because we were off yesterday, I really wanted him back, so he's coming on earlier this morning. He's the editor of the National Review, also uh, Politico, NBC. He's a great guest. It's my dear friend, Rich Lowry. Rich, Happy New Year, pal. Welcome back. Hey, Happy New Year. I'm glad you guys were able to do the uh, Times Square Machetes notwithstanding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, again, million, uh, million plus people, that one incident is never good, obviously, and, and the cop, uh, you want everybody to be okay, but uh, I never felt unsafe, uh, I guess, to Mayor Adams and the police department and the rest of those folks. I never did feel unsafe, and I never thought I would ever do it, but now that I have, I recommend everybody do it at least once. Have you done it before in New York? Yeah, I've done it a couple times. I did it at least once, once when I was extremely naive, like in my 20s, and it wasn't enough a New Yorker to realize this is the last thing you should ever do. And then I did it once. I was dating a reporter who had exclusive access, so kind of a version of what you did. And that's definitely the way to do it, if you can, if you can wrangle yep. it. Yep. So let's get to this uh, big McCarthy story. Uh, obviously, he was all set here to become the, the speaker, the majority leader. And uh, these five Republicans are giving him a hard time. And he said all the right things the last couple of weeks, right? I'm going to remove yeah. Adam Schiff. I'm going to remove uh, Omar. All these things he talked about right up our alley. And yet Republicans are looking to screw this poor guy. What do you think happens here? I, 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 I don't know still. This, this is one I've thought. We've talked about it prior weeks. You know, he wins, but I'm not sure how he wins. Now I'm beginning to wonder because his strategy is – they acknowledge now they're going to lose on the first ballot, and then they're just going to keep on voting. But usually what happens in these kind of leadership races, you don't win on the first ballot and you're the front runner. You lose support rather than, than gaining it. Now, the advantage he has is there's no one running against him yet. But it, you know if, if he's short, and he could be significantly short, it could be more than five votes short, that's a major sign of weakness. And how he climbs up from there, I don't know. So I really don't know what, what's going to happen. It wouldn't shock me if there's not a Speaker of the House at the end of the day. Wow. Again, I think that would be Hakeem Jeffries. He would uh, just kind of get that that role. I, I would ask you for folks that don't follow this closely, and a lot of my listeners are guys that converted to our stage from WFAN. They're not into this uh, knee-deep. Mm-hmm. Why would any Republican turn their back on McCarthy? What's the issue? They, they've, end of the day, and they're, they're asking for various rules changes, and McCarthy's gone, you know, several steps in their direction on that stuff. They just don't like him and don't trust him and think he's been around too long and is too close to lobbyists and, and just are no's, you know? So may, yeah. maybe there's, there's some way he w- wins them over. Um, but I, I think at least that there, there's some increment of them. You know, is it less than four or more than four? That's the magic number um, that just – just don't like them and, and are just fine with some chaos and getting someone else at the end of the day. It will be another Republican. They'll, they'll settle on another Republican if it's not McCarthy. But he, he's, uh, you know, I would have been 80 percent chance he, he wins any time up to the last couple of days. Now I'm like, maybe it's 50-50. Talking about Republicans, we're now 22 months away from the next big election, the presidential election in 2024. Again, 22 months away. Donald Trump jumped in a couple of months ago. DeSantis has not yet. Uh, that'll be sometime over the next few months if he decides to do it. Uh, anything change for you, your thoughts on Trump, the Republican race? Again, 22 months out from the big election. Uh, obviously, it's been a, a terrible month and a half or whatever it is since Trump announced. You know, he, he the, the speech was fine, you know, not high energy. And then it's just been the series of, of controversies, you know, uh, yay or whatever, however you say his name and, yeah. and all the rest of it. So he's clearly weakened, but, um, you know, you, 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 there, there are polls that have DeSantis ahead. There are polls that have Trump ahead. So I think it's, 
it's uh, he, he's Trump's the weakest he's been since 2015. But in 2015, he won the nomination. Um, but the question is whether whether now he's a known quantity, his issues aren't as as fresh. He he lost a national election. Whether it's going to be harder for him to build on whatever support he has. So so there might be. Again, it's kind of like 2015. There might be that, that he has a ceiling, and we'll see whether that ceiling is is enough, um, given how the rest of the field breaks down. The early polling, polling shows, though, it's just it's a Trump-DeSantis race. You know, oftentimes the early polling doesn't bear out, but there's no one who's even close to those two guys. Rich Lowry, of course, National Review. So about 40 minutes before the ball drops, they play this video in Times Square, and it was 2022 in review. There's millions of us standing out there in the rain and our ponchos watching this video, and it was one horrendous thing after another. It was Ukraine-Russia, scenes of dead people in the streets. It was inflation. It was a school shooting in Ivaldi. It was a shooting in Buffalo. It was like outside of the teams winning championships and Aaron Judge, every scene they put in this video was horrendous. And they showed scenes of Joe Biden telling us how good things are, and then Trump <laughs> telling us, right, <laughs> and here comes Trump. I'm, I'm here to save the day on his white horse, you know. But, you know, you really think back that last year, and when we talk about a year in review for a politician, could Joe Biden have had a worse year? I don't think so. Well, in terms of grand events, you're right. In terms of um, getting stuff done legislatively, shockingly, he punched above his weight. You know, I know he did. Democrats had a five-vote majority and a tie in the Senate to get all that spending is, uh, uh, unfortunately, um, uh, quite an accomplishment. And you know, he 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 uh, took took the edge off the the midterms, which should have been, given what you saw in that video, what we all experienced over the last year, a debacle, a total debacle. For him, and somehow he escaped the hang. So let me ask you this: so with what you're saying, the midterms did not go nearly as well as we thought they would. And Santos—that's a whole other story here in New York. So that's a win, I think, for Biden. You talk about all these bills he passed. That infrastructure plan was a big one for him, a huge one. So maybe in review, it was a pretty good year for Joe Biden. Uh, p- politically, it it was. I mean, it was the, the governance was horrible. You know, he's still really vulnerable. He's in the in the low. 40s, but um, he, he got a lot of his agenda. Not, not the not the most important transformative stuff, Green New Deal and, and all that. I mean, they got a lot of environmental spending, um, but but he's still sitting out there, and, and I, I think it's ripe for the taking if Republicans don't mess it up in 24. What about Mayor Eric Adams? He's set to join me in about two hours at 8.40 this morning. He's got one year under his belt. He mentioned now twice the last couple of weeks, including in Times Square, that my rookie season is under my belt. And here comes my Aaron Judge season. You talk about punching up. My God, he should have gone for like a maybe a, a first-time All-Star instead of a legendary season. But what are your thoughts on uh, year one for the mayor, Eric Adams? I, I think he, he needs to be monomaniacal on on crime. He hasn't been. He, he, he needs to be uh, – his attitude needs to be, you know, if you're with me on my anti-crime agenda, I, I'm with you. Otherwise, I'm not. You know, instead, he's he's bent to the political winds, going soft on Biden and, and soft on, on Hochul as necessary. So I think it's been a disappointing first year, and I think most New Yorkers feel it that way. What do you think about this case in Idaho? Bo Deedle is set to join me at 740 this morning, and he was pretty convinced all along they would find the killer. I started losing faith a couple of weeks ago, but they've got a guy. Are you convinced, based on the evidence, what you've seen, all these stories, this is the, the right guy in the Idaho slays? You know, this is, so this is one of the stories. I, I mute it or turn it off when it comes, comes on. It is so heartbreaking and 
distressing and disgusting. Um, I, you know, in this day and age, usually you usually get everyone, right? Um, usually, so it doesn't shock me that they got them, but I, I can't say any more than that because I, I, ha- I haven't followed it. As somebody who has spent so much time in your career, Rich, in the media, once again, National Review, Political, NBC, you've done quite a bit, and you're great. Barbara Walters passed away last week. I used to love her, I have to say, but obviously the view has turned out to be a huge disappointment for me, but yeah. not for America. <laughs> no, yeah, but, you know, but, you know, we laugh, but the truth is the show gets uh, ratings. It gets ratings. It's been on forever. And uh, in a lot of households across America, dopey or not, Whoopi Goldberg is on, you know, yeah. when Joy Behar is on. So... Uh, it turned out to be a win there, too, for Barbara Walters. Your thoughts on her passing last week? Yeah, well, obviously a, a pioneer and a, a great journalist. And then she has this mixed legacy of creating this institution. Yeah. There, was, there was a time there when it was really the most po- important political show on television and where it uh, just just totally lo- lost the plot for me. I thought Meghan McCain uh, was fantastic. Um, and I thought she was a good representative of the Republican voice on that show. Now, I mean, all, all the Republicans are, are so squishy, it's kind of worthless. And, and all the other panelists are, are so Ill, ill-informed. I mean, <laughs> and, really. Not only ill-informed, you know, but I mean, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, uh, time and time again, she makes anti-Semitic remarks and doesn't yeah, have to pay for it. It's I unbelievable. She, she and Kyrie, Kyrie, she have Kyrie Irving on the, the guest. <laughs> Kanye they, they West. Commune, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the three of them would be a great show, Whoopi, Kanye, and Kyrie. So on yeah, the way but, out, you're a, a rabid sports fan like I am. And if you heard me uh, earlier this morning, I did not sleep last night because I was up past midnight checking the news on DeMar Hamlin, the young safety for the Buffalo Bills. I did watch it live. Not sure that you did, but uh, what are your thoughts on what uh, happened last I, night? I was checking on the ESPN app. That's the app I check, check most, you know, especially the last two weeks. I mean, there's always been a football game. And I, I checked it, or whatever it was, 9.30 or 10, and it said delay. And I was like, okay, so there's either been a lightning strike, which there, there wouldn't be, or a power outage or something terrible right. happened. Or snow. I, I mean, it's still Twitter. in Cincinnati. There's still some bad weather there. That's right. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's just the NFL has a problem with 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 head head injuries, right? And this this is not that. This is a play, right? If if he hadn't collapsed immediately afterwards, you would have said, oh, okay, that 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 was a, you know violent uh, uh, tackle. Um, but you would it would have been unremarkable, right? If he he just popped right back yep. up, and if yep. he just walked to the huddle, you yep. never would have thought of that play ever again. So yep. it's just a, a freakish, heartbreaking uh, accident. Um, but just but just. You know, t- takes takes your your you know, it's like a gut punch, and that's yeah. the sa- same with you. You can't you can't stop thinking of him and his family. No. It's just a freakish thing. I mean, what are you going to do? There's no protocol. There's no rules rules no. change no. Um, to prevent something like that from happening. And there's a reason it's you know it hasn't happened. And you know what NFL's been around for how long? This yeah. is the first time. Very violent sport, no question about it. And the, the helmet hit him right in the heart, and that turned out to um, he went right into uh, you know cardiac arrest and. Hopefully he's going to make it through this. Either way, Rich, it's so great having you back in 2023. Thank you for joining me on a Tuesday, my man. My pleasure. We'll do it again Monday. Thank you so much. Take care. There he is, the great Rich Lowry, folks. Monday mornings at 740. But because of New Year's Day, he joined us to start the year on this day.